It's Felicia, your lines are what a dose of inspiration. So turn your speakers up and come get some motivation. Inspiring the hearts and the minds of positivity. The goal is to make all your dreams a reality. You're trying to get your mind right, so go ahead and tune in. Nothing but encouraging words for the win. Hop up out the bed, go ahead and put your dreams on. Cause life is just a road, you gotta ride with high beams on. It's a dose of inspiration with Felicia Yolanda and thank you for listening to your girl. Yet another great weekend. I truly do appreciate it. This is the fourth, the fourth episode of a dose of inspiration. And I'm so excited about it because it's always been a dream of mine, a goal of mine, and I'm finally living it out every weekend right here on anchor.fm. So shout out to Anchor.fm for giving me the opportunity to be able to do it. And a shout out to you guys for listening to me each and every weekend. I do appreciate it. So last weekend, we talked about passion. And the weekend before that, we talked about goals. So on social media, if you follow me, I have been talking about the topic for today, which is mentorship. Because I do believe that mentorship is very, very important when it comes to us being successful in achieving our goals. So I have someone you've heard before on one of my other podcasts, but he's always a very special guest to me because he's one of my good friends, Mr. Michael James, and he's gonna be talking to us today about the importance of a mentorship. That's correct. How are you today? I am amazing, how are you? I'm great. That's good to hear. So like I told you, we're gonna be talking about mentorship, and I chose Michael because he shows me a lot with mentorship. I think he doesn't know it yet, but he's kind of like a mentor to me. <laughs> he's a little extra too. <laughs> Anyways, so my first question for you, are you ready? I'm ready. What is the purpose of a mentorship? That's an amazing question. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that on my way to do this interview with you. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I came up with is the purpose of mentorship is so that you can have the eyes and ears Mm -hmm. that you would have had 30 years from now, Mm -hmm. but you get to enjoy it presently. Mm -hmm. And so a mentor usually has a set of experiences uh, and some battle scars that they have uh, acquired through just the hard knocks of life. And the blessing of of mentorship is that you get to gain insight from what cost them years and you get to learn it now, which means technically you could redeem the time. You could buy back the time. You could have uh, a greater quality of life Mm -hmm. if you if you heeded that wisdom that cost them, you know, uh, heartache to learn. Okay, nice. So I said I wanted to hit you with a question to get you to expand upon it. And it's something that I didn't show you. Okay. So you ready? I'm ready. So earlier last week, we had a chance to be in the same room, listening at the same person. And we talked about a mentor. And that person said, a mentor is someone that's a tour guide, not a travel agent. Mm. Can you expand upon that a little bit? What what did you take away from that? What's your takeaway? Yes, that... My takeaway from that is when we look at a tour guide versus a travel agent, Mm -hmm. the travel agent's experience starts and ends in the building. Uh So for instance, if I am a AAA member and I'm looking to book a trip to the Bahamas, Uh I'm going to go to the AAA office on Walton Way Extension 
and the travel agent is sitting in his, at his cubicle or his desk uh -huh. and he's giving me options but technically we're right there in Augusta Georgia we are not in the Bahamas he's not coming with me to the Bahamas he probably doesn't know how to get there uh -huh. he's just utilizing some resources to tell me about what's there mm -hmm. the tour guide on the other hand I actually don't get to meet him until I get to the Bahamas now the tour guide is gonna have uh, more intimate information mm -hmm. about that area geographically, demographically. He's gonna probably be very well versed in the roads there. He's gonna let me know what are some good sites to see and not only just sites to see, but he could take me there. He can take you, okay. So he has a different lens of, of expertise than the guy who's back in Augusta now booking somebody else's trip, but now I'm hands on with someone who knows the terrain and they're they're taking me with them. They're taking it. They're going through it with you as well. Going through it with me. Nice. I like that. Okay, so I guess you would say you would want to be the tour guide, not the travel agent. Right. Right. Okay. right. What are some areas in life that you believe people should be mentored in? I like to think of the elves in, in each of our lives. Faith. Mm -hmm. Family. Mm -hmm. Finances. Mm -hmm fun, mm -hmm. future, and there can be more, but let's just deal with those right now. So faith, that's our religious beliefs uh, or your, your relationship with God, what informs your relationship with God. Uh, we should have a mentor in each of those areas because a mentor in a sense is that tour guide. Mm -hmm. And we don't show up knowing everything. You know, God has set it up that he he allows people to gather wisdom from their experiences, mm -hmm. but then it's the mentor's job to give back. So there are three stages in life. You learn, you earn, and then you have a yearning to return. You should be, wow. able, you should be willing to give back. So you learn, mm -hmm. you earn based on what you have learned. Uh -huh. And then as you go into what we might call the fall season of your life before you exit the planet, yeah. you should be in a position where you're you're yearning to give back to other people. And so we should seek out people who are in the, the yearn stage or the return stage of their life in the areas of faith, mm -hmm. fitness, somebody who, and, and we, I may be getting ahead, but technically you wanna look for people who so-called have fruit on the tree. In other words, if I've got some fitness goals to lose weight, I should probably be working with someone who has reached their goals. Yeah. Okay, they have fruit on the tree. Mm -hmm. If I'm wanting a mentor in the area of finances, I should probably be mentored by someone who's not in a lot of credit card debt. Mm -hmm. Probably I should be mentored by someone who's created enough passive income, whether they are not limited by active income. Mm -hmm. uh, if I am looking for a mentor in the area of faith, I should probably be looking for fruit on the tree that says, uh, they have a, a life that's characterized by integrity, mm -hmm. honesty. Mm -hmm. uh, they love God and it, it shows in their works. It shows in their other relationships. Mm -hmm. Fruit on the tree. Sometimes we, we ask advice from people who don't have fruit on the tree. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and so, which means you may not have the same mentor for every area of your life. Some people are more than capable to mentor us in terms of fitness, mm -hmm. but finances, that may be a very bad, you know, choice. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, in the areas of goals, your future goals, uh, in the area of fun, you want to look for people with fruit on the tree. And so you may not have the same mentor in each of those areas of life because we all tend to thrive mm -hmm. at something, not everything. Not everything. <laughs> right. 
So you heard it. He said that it's fine to have more than one mentor. In fact, you might actually need more than one. Inf- I mean, mentor. Mm-hmm. So the how many F's was that? That was faith. Faith. There was family. Family. Fitness. Fitness. Finances. Finances. And future. And future. The five F's. Go ahead and reflect on that. Here's choice would change the world. Yeah. Choice. Huh. Motivation music. Let's go. Clap it up for yourself one time. Clap it up for my people living life. Clap it up if you refuse to die without making your dreams come alive. Alright. Clap it up for yourself one time. Clap it up for my people living life. Clap it up if you refuse to die without making your dreams come alive. Alright. I salute everybody on their grind. Up early, working a nine to five, doing what you gotta do to survive. But never ever let your dreams die. You can't give the job all of your time and never get your own piece of pie. You can change your life, but it starts in your mind. You are what you eat, better get a slice of life. There's only so much time left in this crazy world. I wanna make it better for the boys and girls. Yeah. Believe in me. Do you believe in me? 
saving me. That was Choice with Change the World, and I hope you enjoyed that song, because I know I did. And I also hope you reflected a little bit of what Michael just told you about before we listened to the music. We were talking about the five F's, right? That's correct. The five F's. I'm not going to say them because I want to know if you remember them. So I am on social media. You can find me at Desire, the number two, Inspire, which is spelled I-N-S-P-Y-R-E. Let me know if you remember them or not. Go ahead and write on my page, okay? So we talked about the purpose of a mentorship. We talked about some areas in life um, that you could possibly think about being mentored in and Michael gave you his very own definition of a mentor and we also talked about which one would you rather be a travel agent or a tour guide when it comes to mentorship now we're going to talk about how do you think Michael people should go about getting a mentor because a lot of people don't know that's right and you know what I want to preface my response with self-awareness uh-huh because Often people don't seek out mentorship Mm -hmm. because they don't really think there's a problem in their life. Mm. And so I start looking at my life now as a car. Mm -hmm. And although we have smartphones, Mm -hmm. they aren't smart enough to get you anywhere if you don't have a destination. Mm. And so many times you need to look in the mirror of your life and ask yourself, am I really happy? On a scale of one to 10, with one being the lowest, 10 being the highest, how happy am I in my finances? How happy am I with my relationship with God or whoever your supreme being is, how you, however you identify that person? How happy am I on a scale of one to 10 in the areas of fitness? Uh, am I all that I can be professionally mm-hmm. uh, in my career field? Am I maximizing my potential? Be honest with yourself. Based on your score, the next question is, are you willing to move that score to a 10? Who do you already know that might be functioning as a 10 in that field? Mm -hmm. That's how you find your mentor. Because if that person has a higher score than you, technically they know something you don't know. That's true. So now here comes a a, a humility test. Mm -hmm. Can I humble my ego to go ask this person who's got fruit on the tree to teach me how to raise my score? Mm. (laughs) So that's how I would go about finding a mentor. Man, he's making y'all do some work. He's making you really reflect on your life. <laughs> How did you know that your mentor was the one that you wanted to mentor mm, you? Great question. You know what? I got two answers. I sort of feel like my mentor found me. Really? <laughs> That's right. Because I, I wasn't consciously looking for one. Uh-huh. But I knew. I've always known Felicia, and I'm speaking about the area of finances right now. Uh-huh. That's the uh, area that I knew I needed a mentor in. Mm-hmm. I always knew I was supposed to be wealthy. I just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And so one day I was uh, just in a conversation with a young man who had access to mentorship. Mm-hmm. And it was just something about it. And I think we all have those moments in life where we say that something told me. Yeah. It's like a gut feeling. Uh-huh. But I believe it's our spirit man. Our spirit man is way more intelligent than our natural mind. Uh-huh. And when you have those divine encounters where God is speaking to you, you just know it. Mm-hmm. And so I was interested in what he had access to. He opened a door mm-hmm. and his mentors have become mine. How did I know I wanted them to be my mentors? I I felt a connection. A connection. Felicia, I felt that if I did not pursue them, mm-hmm. my life would not reach its full potential. Wow. I didn't know every place they were going, but I knew I needed to be with them. Mm. 
And so that's a divine moment. Mm -hmm. When people have it, I think you'll know it. Mm -hmm. And I would challenge people not to uh, squander that moment. When you see an opportunity, jump on it. Because mm -hmm. you never know how long the window of opportunity will be open. So when you see people who have fruit on a tree, man, like <laughs> wake, wake up, smell the coffee and jump on it. Yeah. Definitely. I'm glad that you keep talking about the fruit on the tree and that most of all, like, you know, you, if you find somebody that you really do have that connection with, especially if you know that like, they're way more like experienced in the area that you're not, not to say that you're not experienced in, but you're mm -hmm. not as, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, proficient, yes, confident. In that area. I always believe that you should have a connection with the person. So make sure y'all, when you look, you find that person that you can connect with. Mm. Most of all, trust. And you always talk about building relationships. So a person that you can trust, have a connection with and build a relationship with, right? That's right. There you go. And can I just interject one more? You sure can. Here's another question you could ask to know if this person should be a mentor. Uh -huh. When I'm in their presence, do I leave better than when I came? Do they, do they Does this person pour into me? When I'm around them, do I feel like I just ate, like I just had a meal mm -hmm. internally? Because typically when you're connected to something that's life-giving, mm -hmm. it feeds you. If you're in someone's company and you don't feel like you were fed, but that you did most of the feeding, mm -hmm. that's a sign that that relationship is probably more parasitic, mm. which means one person's benefiting, they're living off the host, and it's not mutual. And everything that God creates, it's life-giving. You're right. And so one way you can know if you're in a relationship with a mentor or anyone uh -huh. that's, that's mutual, uh, does, does feeding take place on both parts? And if feeding's not taking place on both parts, then that's parasitic and it's a form of abuse or abuse. So you need to throw out the deuces and <laughs> leave. You need to cut it, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, with that being said, what are some questions do you think people should ask their mentors? Mm, that's amazing. I'm glad you asked that. Mm -hmm. uh, can I reference a, a scripture? Be sure can. Uh, for those of you who, who are Bible readers, here's a, a principle I want to bring out. It's found in 2 Kings, the second chapter, verse 9, and this is the message translation. Uh, it says, when they reached the other side, Elijah said to Elisha. So Elijah is the mentor in this case. Mm -hmm. Elisha is the mentee. Mm -hmm. He's the protege. And uh, Elijah says to Elisha, what can I do for you before I'm taking from you? He says, ask anything. And Elisha said, your life repeated in my life. I want to be a holy man just like you. And so I want to focus on the questions part because it's questions, Felicia, mm -hmm. that unlock any relationship. Mm -hmm. If you've got time with a mentor, the best thing you can do is come into that session or that agreed upon time that you guys are going to be with each other with a list of questions. Know what it is you want from the mentor. It's not the mentor's job to seek you out. It's the mentee's job. It's the protege's job to seek out the mentor. Mm -hmm. A matter of fact, I like to say it like this. Your mentor is a wealth, a reservoir of water gushing. It's ready to be released. Mm. The mentee is the one who turns the faucet that, um, that lets the floodgates down for wisdom to flow. Mm -hmm. If you've got time with a mentor and you don't have any questions, you're not getting any access to all the wisdom God's given them. Mm. 
So what questions should you ask? The questions that you're struggling with in life. When you have time with the mentor, you ought to have already done your homework mm. to maximize that time. So there shouldn't be any time that you meet with your mentor that you feel like anything should be repetitive. Only if you as a person haven't done your last homework assignment. Mm. So for instance, how, how could the mentor uh, go to the next level in terms of mentorship if the last assignment they gave you was uncompleted. Then yeah, that the next time you meet it could be repetitive. However, if you are doing honoring your end of the bargain, each session should be progressive. It, it should be climaxing. So he gave you a lot to think about. He told you the type of questions. He gave you um, some scripture to go along with it. We talked about the five F's. We talked about a lot so far. So I love to give y'all time to reflect. So guess what it's time to listen to now? Some music and after we listen to some music, we'll be back and Mr. Michael James will talk to you more and give you some more insight about this word we're talking about today, which is mentorship. What's it all about? Why is blood flowing through this body? Why is there in my lung? Where we going now? Why did I get to place my feet here? That kingdom come, that kingdom come. Oh, I got a song to sing. And it's a song about hope for you. It's a song about faith. I see all that you are going. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. So let me introduce myself. I go by the name Molly. And it's nice to meet you And I'm a chill kind of guy Don't want to hurt nobody And love is the lens that I peeped you through Oh, I got a song to sing And it's a song about hope for you It's a song about faith I see all that you are going it's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. Oh, I see you laughing. Yeah, I see you smiling. Oh, I see you dancing. I'm in. Be 
That was Molly Music with Gonna Be Alright. Don't you like the nice sultry sound that song has? It gave you a nice message and it had a nice chilled out vibe to it. I just love it. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to A Dose of Inspiration with me, Felicia Yolanda, and my good friend, Mr. Michael James. He's giving you so much of food for your thought. Michael, what all have we talked about? How do you think people should go about finding their mentor? Mm -hmm. uh, we also discussed how, how did I find my mentor? Mm -hmm. And then what were some questions that we should ask mentors when we have their ear? Okay, we talked about all of that. So now I wanna know from you, how often do you believe people should meet with their mentor? Okay, well, I sorta of wanna liken how often you meet with your mentor to food. Because we we so understand Felicia, especially in America, mm -hmm. where we're the most overfed nation, but we're also the most underfed nation. Mm -hmm. uh, that's another topic. But we understand feeding ourselves from the neck down. Mm -hmm. But mentorship is about feeding yourself from the neck up. Mm -hmm. So I like to pose this question, if it's more important for you to eat every day from the neck down, mm -hmm then why should we do any differently when it comes time to feed ourselves from the neck up? So I don't think there's anything wrong with a daily uh, counseling session with your mentor. Uh-huh. Uh, but if it's not gonna be daily, uh, at least weekly. Weekly. And, and here's the psychology behind that. I'm, I'm reading a book uh, called The Influencer. Uh-huh. And in the book, it, it mentions how whatever you're not tracking, you're not changing. Uh-huh and whatever you're not tracking frequently, uh -huh. you're, you're definitely not on the right track to make a huge impact. So frequency is the key thing. Not only am I meeting with my mentor, but when I, when I meet frequently, mm -hmm. it helps us reduce the window of time that I'm making errors. Okay. It's, it's, like a, it's like a player on a field, and if he's huddling up frequently, the coach can say, hey, you didn't run that play right, I need you to you know, try that again or do it this way. Mm -hmm. uh, if the huddles get too distant, the game could almost be over <laughs> and we could have made great strides, but because we didn't huddle as frequently, you know, we've really lost a lot of ground. So the, it's not just a matter of meeting with the mentor, but the frequency sort of helps keep the, the feedback relevant. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So they need to meet frequently. Frequently. Okay, cool. So make sure whenever you get a um, mentor, you're definitely meeting with them frequently. Make sure you're reaching out to them. Um, a lot of us, we like to do the whole texting thing. Make sure you text <laughs> text them. If you can't call them at the moment, text them. I think that'll work too. What do you think? I'm glad you I'm glad you asked that, you know, because we do live in this uh, social media uh -huh. age and we're inundated. I mean, everything is social media. And however, this is what the research says, Felicia. <laughs> when we look at communication, uh -huh. it is, it's not just words. Words are a small percentage. Mm -hmm. uh, tone, how we say things mm -hmm. are a higher percentage. But the biggest thing that we miss out in this day and age mm -hmm. by texting and not meeting people face to face, body language. Mm -hmm. Nonverbal language makes up for a large part of, com of effective communication. So when I'm texting, uh -huh. I'm missing technically a lot of text, mm -hmm. a lot of nonverbal text. 
So uh, we we do have some things like what we call Zoom, mm -hmm. where you can uh, Skype video conference. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's more effective than just a texting. So if you can't physically get with your mentor because you guys are separated by miles, mm -hmm. maybe pull up some kind of video conferencing app because now you've got the advantage of seeing eye contact, mm -hmm. which is how we convey emotions. And this is one of the most disconnected generations ever, most likely because we've gotten away from true communication. We've, we've reduced meaning and ideas down to emojis and it's just not effective. It's not the same effect. Mm, so scratch what I said about texting. See, that's why I told you earlier he's like a mentor to me, but he doesn't know it. So <laughs> scratch what I said about the whole texting. <laughs> FaceTime. FaceTime. There Hello. You go. Yeah. FaceTime. That's, that's a good option. <laughs> so this other question that I have for you is something that I was telling you about. Is there a difference between a mentor and an accountability partner? I would say Yes and no. A mentor can be an accountability partner, mm -hmm. but I don't think it would be safe to reduce the mentor to just an accountability partner. Mm. For instance, I could have met with my mentor earlier this week, mm -hmm. and we may have agreed on some things, and Felicia, you may be my accountability partner, but you may not know the psychology behind what my mentor is telling me to do. So you're just saying, hey, Michael, you said you were going to text me on Wednesday at 7 that you did blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, technically, you're holding up your end of the bargain as an accountability partner, mm -hmm. but you still don't have the psychology behind why my mentor wanted me to do X, Y, Z. So I think a main difference between the accountability partner and the mentor is the wisdom. The wisdom. Okay. The accountability partner just reminds me, hey, this is what you said you were going to be accountable for but they still don't know how to get me from where I am in my life at point A to where I need to go to point B. The mentor does, and the mentor can hold me accountable. So it's like you get a two-for-one special with the mentor. You're exactly right, and I like the way you worded that. <laughs> Thank you. So we're getting ready to wrap up, but before we wrap up, I have one more question, and then Michael, he's gonna have a question for you to reflect on. So Michael, my question for you is how do you know if you need a mentor? You know, I think personally, Felicia, people will have to come to a place where they get fed up. Mm -hmm. There are some changes that we don't experience in life until our anger level gets high enough. It gets to the boiling temperature. A lot of times, even in at least the circles that I grew up in, we caution people against getting angry mm -hmm. because we believe that if a person gets angry they're losing self-control they're going to do something that they regret mm -hmm. well that's one end of the spectrum however let's look at some positive things that happen because of anger what about the civil rights movement mm -hmm. what caused martin luther king and many others to support him and stand with him it was the anger they felt they they got fed up mm -hmm. and so oftentimes we do not come together we do not adopt goals. We do not seek out solutions until we get angry enough. Mm -hmm. So it's a personal decision. Some people will never know they need a mentor because they'll never get angry. They'll mm -hmm. become comfortable with dysfunction. And when you're comfortable with dysfunction, you you're never have an incentive to change it. Mm -hmm. So how do you know when you're, you need a mentor? Your frustration reaches an all-time high, a boiling temperature, to the point that your frustration leads you uh, to seek out someone who has an answer. 
Well, thank you, Mr. Michael James. I really enjoyed you hanging out with me today on A Dose of Inspiration. And I hope you all out there that are listening, that y'all enjoy listening to him shed light, give you all of this fruit. (laughs) So I hope you took some of the fruit from his tree and kind of like take that and peel yourself (laughs) and get energized about it. And really do think about the word mentorship. If you need one, he gave you the five F's, all of that stuff. So if you would, please go, because this is something he always likes to say too. Please go to my um, social media page, Desire to Inspire, and tell me what's your takeaways from this podcast. I really would like to know. So before we leave, Michael, would you like to leave something positive with all of our listeners out there before we call it a show? Sure, Felicia. And mm-hmm. I first want to say thank you once again for just being who you are. Uh, You may not realize it, but by you following your heart and this God-given passion of yours, you open up a way for others to share their gifts, people like myself. And then you're helping all of us as a society move forward towards our destiny. And uh, so I'm appreciative for you uh, using this platform to inspire all of us. Oh, thank you, Michael. That really means a lot. And I'm so glad that God placed it in my heart to be able to do this. So thank you again. You're welcome. So here's my question for all of our listeners out there. What's feeding you and who are you feeding? Hmm. So the first question, what's feeding you? That's sort of your mentor and you're the protege because you're in a position to receive. And I personally believe that it's more blessed to give than receive, uh, but you need to receive from someone to pour into someone else. So what what's feeding you? Mm-hmm. And now what are you feeding? Because when you've been fed, you have an obligation to feed someone else. And so there's many of you out there who have fruit on the tree in all the areas that I mentioned, faith, family, finances, future, fitness, and fun. And if you aren't in some type of uh, vehicle or you're not utilizing your knowledge base to advance others, then in my humble opinion, you're, you're doing your environment a disservice. If you've got fruit on the tree, then you should be praying and seeking out ways, how can I give myself? Because our world is the way it is, either because of people who aren't eating from the fruit on the tree or from people who don't have enough fruit on the tree. We have the answers among us to make this world a better place. So my last question to you guys is to just ask yourself, who's feeding you? If you're in toxic situations where you're not being fed, move. If you're in great situations where you are being fed, then you have an obligation now to go feed. That's a very powerful question. Who's feeding you? Reflect on it. Again, thank you for listening to A Dose of Inspiration with Michael James and Felicia Yolanda. I pray that you do whatever it is that you need to do, whether that is reflect, take some notes, whatever it is that you need to do in order to make sure you are taking the right steps in order to achieve your goals and dreams. Because that's all we really want you to do is just be successful in life. Do the things that you want to do. Until next time, I'll see you Saturday. It's been real.